0: Welcome to Passionate People Podcast, created by developers for developers. If you have enjoyed this episode, please tune in to the next one by following us or subscribing to this channel. On this episode, we hear from Kitze. He's known for his outgoing and outspoken style when delivering talks and workshops. As a successful software developer and great teacher, he is the creator of React Academy and founder of Sizi, the browser for developers and designers. You may also know him by his other projects such as Twizzle, OK Google, and JSUI. Some of the noteworthy topics that were discussed during this conversation include his impressions of the conference, his involvement with both open source and private projects, Sisi, which is no longer open source, his tools of choice when working, biggest mistakes as a software developer, and of course, his favorite drink while coding.
1: Well, welcome! I'm Harris from Passion People, and today I'm talking with nobody else but Kitza himself.
0: All right, you got the name in <laughs> the first try.
1: <laughs> welcome. Um, on your web page says uh, you are web developer, guitar player, and musician. In this order. <laughs>
0: very old web page. I should update yeah. it. My guitar has been gathering dust for a while now. All right. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It's uh, I think it's second time you're here to this location.
0: Uh, I think it's fourth. Fourth already. Fourth already. a speaker, as a speaker, is like th- the fourth. I think. Really, the third th- or fourth? Th- yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, um, since you've been here so many times, what do you feel is changing over time?
0: What is changing? You mean in this
1: conference, and at the conference,
0: and then the people here. Mm. Okay, this is gonna be super stupid, but I like the Guitar Hero boots. <laughs> so I like that there's more entertainment because as I said in my talk all of these conferences are more about networking and if you just have tables and the developers have to talk to each other they're never going to do it no one's going to approach someone at the table and talk when you have all of these like games and activities and so on it's easier for people to interact so other than that like the screen stays the same it's an insane screen um, in the organization in the lineup I, I don't know, I don't see anything changing it's been awesome from the start The organization has been super smooth, so I don't think that anything is changing. All right. Um, Probably that's good. (laughs) Don't get me wrong.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, a lot of people, of course, I mentioned screen because, yeah, it is breathtaking. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Uh, Let me start with another fun question. Uh, What is your favorite drink uh, while you are coding intensively?
0: Oh, just water. I mostly drink water. Maybe one coffee, but that's rarely. I rarely drink. I don't rely on Red Bulls and, I don't know, other things. For so
1: water helps you to get in the zone when you want
0: it. Um. Yeah, yeah. It's just my go-to drink for, for everything and also with coding.
1: And uh, what are the times of the day when you do your uh, open source or uh, whatever projects?
0: Ooh, open source? I don't I do not do a lot of open source. From time to time, I pick up a library or something that I have and just publish it. And sometimes I fix something on it. I try to have a dedicated like time in my day for doing open source but that wasn't sustainable for a long time. So now it's just like, hey, there's an issue, fix the issue and it's very random. And regarding the other code, I'm usually up around six and I'm starting to code around seven and I'm trying to finish all my important work before 2 p.m. Then maybe I'm tuning in Twitch to have like a live stream. So I'm usually coding and streaming at the same time. All right.
1: So yeah, uh, one of your main projects is React Academy, of course. So, and besides of that, what is right now um, kind of active things you're working on?
0: The biggest thing that I'm working on is CZ. So CZ is the the browser for developers and designers. So we've been actively working on it for almost a year, let's say, but it's been live since last last July. Um, We're currently uh, three people and we're planning to expand because I have so many ideas. Like when you have a browser that's specific for developers, it started as the browser for responsive design, but I'm like, wait, we can, put in so many features that are useful for developers, not just for the responsive design. And then it just, this effect snowballed. And every week, we're just shipping and shipping and shipping new features. And I don't see an end. Like, when you have, like, it's like a playground. What else can we add to help developers? So currently, the workshops, I'm still doing workshops. We did one with with you, with the conference. But CZ is becoming the the main thing now. And it's open source. It was open source. I wrote an interesting article about this called GitHub Stars Won't Pay Your Rent. And the article was about CZ was free and open source for three years in one form, not like it is right now. And it made a total of around $90 in these three years, and it has it had almost 10,000 users every month. So from 10,000 users in three years, it made almost $90. So at some point I was like, you know what, maybe we should work on this, hire someone, Make it into like a proper native browser, and then just sell it. So now it's a paid app. It's not open source anymore, and it's doing well, way better, because we're also getting paid from it, and we can iterate more, we can ship more, and also the users are getting more value, because in the previous version, because it wasn't, uh, because it was free, we weren't, you know, adding many features and we weren't updating it and so on. So it's like a circular issue: this money, open source, and. So, uh,
1: yeah, I think, yeah, you probably gained a lot of user base and, and followers. and Yeah, yeah that, that was a huge user. help.
0: Yeah, so I can say that the open source, when CZ was open source, I gained a lot of followers. and But I didn't get a lot of contributions. So people reported issues, but they were like, ah, oh, nobody was adding any contributions to the code. Nobody was donating and so on. So it was time to just... Take the matter in our own hands and just do it themselves. So
1: maybe you want to mention to our listeners, what's the pricing model you have for... Uh,
0: um, if you pay yearly, it's $5 per month, which I want to add some kind of calculator. Like I, I saw this landing page for another product that had a calculator. How much money do you make per hour? And then how much is our product? Just so people can see like, whoa, this is like, it's if it's going to save me so many hours debugging responsive design and so on, basically it's going to make me money. So the $5 for entry is just like nothing compared to the money it's going to eventually make you. And, but yeah, still, we, developers are a very stubborn audience. Whether you're doing something, whether something is free, I have a free tool called JSUI, which is a tool for managing your projects and running your projects and so on. And it's free. But when you, uh, when you're dealing with stubborn developers, it's so hard to pull them away from what they were doing and tell them, hey, you can do it in an easier, new way. So it's the same thing with CZ, except it's a new way and it's paid. But I'm actually, like, it surpassed all of my expectations. The the acceptance and so many huge teams are using it. And I'm happy with how it goes. The end goal, of course, is to have, like, to be the primary browser for every developer, whether you're working on responsive design or not. So the goal is, how can we tell the user? The hard thing about marketing this is how in one tiny landing page that people will scroll in, like, 10 seconds how do you tell them then hey this is going to be worth it. your money that's the that's the hardest problem oh,
1: yeah i think a lot of companies and software products facing the same dilemma yeah
0: you want to sit down with every user just grab them and tell them hey we have all, let me sit down with you for 3 hours and you're going to use it but the problem is how do you get those 3 hours and convert them into a, a selling landing page
1: So how big is your team working on on the browser
0: right now? Uh, Currently, it's uh, one developer and one administrative person and me, I'm shifting my role. I'm also doing development. So I'm trying to do most of my development live on Twitch. So I'm live coding and I get a lot of um, I I get viewers who are helping me shape the future of the app. So I can just ask them, hey, what do you think? Should we do it this way and that way? It's very helpful to work on it live because you get instant feedback from uh, developers. So I'm shifting my role between developing, managing and Gives exactly.
1: a whole entirely new meaning to the word community.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: Community um mm. on your web page, which we just learned it's pretty old, uh, you said <laughs> you say that your current dev stack is JavaScript es 2015 oh, so, so to React MobX. So yeah. What's what's what is your current stack?
0: Well actually we're still using MobX, but we're using MobX state tree. We're using React, style components, uh a little bit of GraphQL and so on, but it's more or less the same stack. I have it haven't it hasn't changed much. All right, cool.
1: Well, I scanned your Twitter a bit uh, before uh, for interviewing you. Uh, just recently you posted you almost made $3 million a year. You oh, said oh, publicly, I think. It's mm-hmm. joking. <laughs> well, you said you trust you in that
0: way. Yeah. Because
1: oh, I was going to ask you how much of it
0: you are spending and how much you're investing smartly in your projects. <laughs> you no, know, like everyone was sharing their salaries this week on Twitter and it started getting a little bit all out of hand. I mean, I like that developers are talking about salaries, but some people were like, I was making 800K per year. And I'm like, why do we trust how... How do we trust you? You know, it's very like somebody just shares their salary and creates chaos on Twitter. So that's why as a joke I added this line. I'm making three million, just believe me. It was a a very precise figure. (laughs) nice. Um,
1: So, uh, which is your current uh, favorite tool uh, to use while you're programming?
0: Uh, CZ. CZ. Besides that? No, (laughs) I I was aiming to make CZ uh, before we started selling it. I was like, I have to take it to a level where I would use it daily. So still, selfishly, all of the features and everything that we're prioritizing, everything that I am prioritizing is for me. So because I'm a developer and I'm using CZ to develop my other projects, basically, and that's the best way to see what are the flaws of it. And anytime I see a flaw, I'm like, okay, we're taking a week because I need this. And then other people are like, oh, we also need that too. So I don't want to be a douchebag and say that CZ is my favorite tool, but that's what I'm using day to day. Um, If you're not asking me about code well, I mean more like a, a library. A library, a okay, that sense. would be a different question. I don't know. I'm just in love with everything that GraphQL does. We just did with the conference, the GraphQL workshop yeah. uh, yesterday. And I just love talking about uh GraphQL on the back end and the philosophy behind uh GraphQL. So I would I would say that's my favorite thing at the moment. Okay. Um
1: what has made you grow the most?
0: Ooh, that's an interesting one. Uh I think I'm covering all of this in my talk where I'm saying what things we should and we shouldn't do. And some of the things I'm still struggling to apply them for myself, like these things like letting go of your ego and not letting the internet shape your opinion and so on. But I think I'm getting better at it and I'm growing more when I'm trusting myself more. I'm like, we made the right decision about the stack that we're using. We made, like everyone is crazy about testing, 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 test driven development and so on. We have four tests in CZ and in like eight months, we haven't had a breaking bug like a major bug that, that breaks the app. Because we're using Types, we're using TypeScript. We uh, we have a manual tester that's actually testing the app from time to time. But still, there's so many loud voices in the community. And I think that I've built this like, I don't know how to say it, like uh, shell to protect myself from whatever everyone's saying is and making my own decisions. I think the best way for developers to grow is just trust themselves more. Like your code is fine enough. You don't need someone with 10,000 followers to tell you, hey, you're good, your idea is good, and so on. So I think that was the the biggest thing, like shut the internet off or just read some comments, even if they're hateful comments, just read them and be like, this is a comment, moving on. So learning that is not easy, it took me a while. Like usually someone would say something bad and I would immediately be like, I have to reply, I have to get in the discussion, I have to fight for, and I'm like, whatever, I have an opinion, you have an opinion, let's move on. So learning to grow thicker skin absolutely every developer needs that on the internet because otherwise it's like everything is we're such in such a sensitive time where anything can hurt anyone and if you don't have a thick skin on the internet you're just going to be involved in drama all the time what do you think of the environment in stack overflow where sometimes yeah the
1: comments are very hostile about question quality
0: Hmm. oh yeah those people i don't know they're just douchebags there's Mm -hmm. nothing else to comment there like a question is a question, that's what I'm seeing in my workshops. There's no such thing as a dumb question, especially when you're learning something. So, nothing else to add there. Yeah, things have evolved uh, quite drastically over the years. I think, mm-hmm. uh,
1: a lot of questions that have many, many upvotes, which were asked like 10 years ago, yeah. now would be heavily downloaded and then shut up yeah. the yeah. Uh, start. Yeah. All right. Um, well, a similar question to the previous one, but opposite, is uh, what has been your biggest mistake as a software engineer?
0: Ooh, I'm also touching on that in my uh, in my talks is that I wasn't paying attention uh, for delivering value to the user or making money. Like those are the two big things that you should focus. If you're employed in a company, of course you're making a certain salary and so on. You can fight to increase it and get a better position and so on. But in the end of the day, you shouldn't forget that you're at the end of the day you're shipping an app for a user. Or if you're solo, you're an indie hacker, whatever you're shipping an app to eventually make money. So for some time, I, I I just threw these two things aside and I was like, uh, too much in love with my code. Like, I love my stack. I was too defensive about, I'm using that, so I have to defend it against anyone who says something bad. And now I've learned to be like, okay, just focus on the users, focus on the money, focus on delivering value. So now when I see what, can, what are we achieving with CZ when Teams message us like, holy crap, we changed our entire way of working and our entire workflow is easier. I'm like, that's it. This is what you... I should fight for This is what I should care about. Like I could switch React, MobX, GraphQL, whatever in an instant. I don't have my personality attached to them anymore. And I see here, especially at this conference, because it's a little bit mixed. And during lunch, I tried to talk to a couple of people and so on. I see they're they're wearing like the tech stack, like on their shirt. They're like, I am an Angular developer who is not using Lodash. And they're too proud of, but it's just a tech stack. You can change it and everything's going to be fine. So I think that was my biggest mistake because I was I was falling for those traps for, for a yeah, long Yeah, identifying with the tools you're using. With the time. tools and I'm from that camp, I'm from that other camp yeah. and so on. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, yeah, thank you for uh, talking to me and no answering these questions. Uh, yeah, this has been Harris from Passionate People with Kitsai. So, uh, Thanks for having yeah. me. Thank All you right. very much. Bye.